I'm back. The one and only Nick the American. And the one and only episode 21. This is the only episode 21 that we'll ever do. It's going to come. It's going to go just like the tide. Just like the tide. Here we go, folks. It's Nick the American. Fuck yeah. Let's get it done here. All right. Let's 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 touch on high school football. Um, Hazen High School got smacked by Juanita High School last week on a Friday night. Rough football game for us. We lost by four touchdowns, but what's the silver lining? Oh, Nick, your experience was so great. You want to be a fucking high school football coach. Woohoo, woohoo. For a team who lost by four touchdowns, we outrushed our opponent 291 to 130. We ran for 291 damn yards. Okay. Now we gave up five touchdown passes. As I told you, I'm coaching the offense and defensive lines. And we, undoubtedly, the offense and defensive lines are the toughest units on our football team. They're the best units on our football team. And we're only getting better. We took the ball up and down the field at times against Juanita. Now, they obviously did the same thing, not in the running game, in the passing game. We, we are back-end challenged. We're holding open tryouts at middle schools across the Renton area for safeties and corners, especially safeties and corners that want to tackle. So our safeties and corners, their their manhood's being challenged a little bit. And our offensive line, our defensive line, uh, they're not there yet. It wasn't like uh, they got handed out great, great grades, individual grades for the game. But we are getting better and better and better. I'll give you an example. We run the wing tee. So we're coming at you running the football. We've thrown the ball 10 times this season. We have four interceptions and one fumble. Okay. Four interceptions and one fumble. We need to stop throwing the fucking football. And actually, it's great because after the games, the coaching staff, win or lose, get together at a bar. We go to Christie's in Renton. And we decompress, we debrief, and it is so therapeutic. You can, you know, yell at the offensive coordinator, Coach Hartline, who I love, you know, by the way. Why are we throwing the fucking ball so much? You might not say that during the week or in the heat of the game, even though you're thinking it, but it's good to get stuff off your chest. We need to stop throwing the ball. I'll give you an example. Our first drive of the game, we got three first downs, then it bogged down with a holding call, and we had to punt. They scored two touchdowns quickly, missed both extra points. We're up 12-0. We've taken the ball 70 yards. We're on like the 25-yard line. We had the ball on our own end, taken it down their throats, and we throw a pick six. <gasps> We're down 18 to nothing. Then we take the ball 80 yards down their throat and score. This was not a four-touchdown type football game in terms of physicality. We were every bit as physical, every bit as tough. We just didn't have the skill kids. And Juanita's got a quarterback, number four. He may be an all-state type of kid. He is an all-state type of kid. You cannot sack this son of a bitch. Our defensive game plan was to control him on the edge with our ends, not really go after him. And a couple times we did and we paid for it. But uh, he is just special. They've got a couple receivers, number three and number 10, that caught everything. But uh, 
291 rushing yards, and we got our our face kicked in. And, you know, talking to your boys, hey, guys, there's so many positives to come out of this. So we're, we're going to run for 400 yards this week. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling the kids. That's what we're going to do. We play L-Dub, Lake Washington, the, can, the fighting kangaroos. I don't know how they got the kangaroo name when they're, uh, they're, they're, they're Lake Washington, but uh, it's wonderful. Coaching is wonderful. 291 yards rushing. Could have been more. We need more. We're going to get more. I keep telling our boys, we're the toughest unit on the team. We're going to be the toughest unit in the league. And we're only getting started. So I'm enjoying it. You know, our boys got together on Saturday night. We've been encouraging them to hang out more, actually running them if they don't hang out. But uh, they got together on Saturday night. And what did they get together for? Obviously, they got together and ate food and hung out. But Colorado, Colorado State was playing. And I remember yeah, turning my head to Spencer when I sensed it was going. And I said, you guys are going to watch Colorado, Colorado State? And he's like, yeah, yeah, Coach Prime. And so this whole Colorado, Deion Sanders thing, it is, it is viral. It is viral. Everybody wants a piece of it. And I just heard, I just dropped my uh, little girl off at school and I heard on the radio that the Colorado, Colorado State game was the fifth most watched game in the history of ESPN doing football. The fifth most for a shitty Colorado State team. And Colorado's good. They're not great. Defensively, they are, they, they're going to be challenged. But holy moly, Colorado, Colorado State was the fifth most watched game in ESPN history. That's incredible. Now, as far as the game, Colorado struggled most of the game. Shadur Sanders wasn't going to put up his gaudy stats, although they ended up looking pretty damn, pretty damn good. Colorado got the ball. I think there was like a minute 55 left in the game on the two-yard line. And Shadur Sanders took that football and made play after play after play after play. Okay? Okay? He has it. That's something that you don't, when you measure, oh, he's six foot four, oh, he's 235 pounds, oh, he runs a 4.7540, he's got a cannon of an arm. All, all of the measurables, right? Stop saying right, fucking idiot, Nick. He's got all the measurables. What you can't measure is if they have it. Well, Shadur Sanders' it was on display. Not only did he have to take him 98 yards to score, he had to convert on a two-point conversion. As we saw in the NFL, the Denver Broncos did not convert on their two-point conversion. So Shadur Sanders, I love the kid. The kid, to me, looks like a number one overall type pick. Maybe not with Caleb Williams there. Maybe he stays another year maybe Caleb stays another year who knows but but these he's a stud quarterback and he showed me that when the money's on the table he's ready to collect baby he is ready to collect so Colorado Colorado State uh, you know my, my high school football boys they're getting together on a Saturday night to go watch the Rams and the Buffaloes play my goodness 
Colorado's got something cooking. It is unreal. All right. Maybe we should move on. Move on, shall we say. Now, I, I got to touch on this. I'm not going to talk too much NFL, but I'm going to talk Denver Broncos. We blew a 21-3 to lead. We even had the ball deep in, in Washington territory, you know, looking to add on, and we uh, got stopped on downs. Russell Wilson looks better than he, he did last year. I'm not sure. He, Russ, the, key about, the cool thing about Russell Wilson when he's a Seahawk, he had it. He had it. If it was overtime, he was going to take the ball and score, not kick a field goal. If the money was, if the game was on the line, Russell was going to get it done. And I know he got a Hail Mary, but but I worry that he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it anymore. The game used to be so slow, I felt, for Russell Wilson. The game appears a, a wee bit fast for the Denver Broncos signal caller. But I'm not here to talk about Russell Wilson. I'm here to talk about the worst fucking decision in the history of the Denver Broncos organization. Many years back, John Elway had a decision to make. Kyle Shanahan, he had interviewed, was waiting for word to become the next coach of the Denver Broncos. And you know what John Elway did. He said, Kyle, thanks, but no thanks. And you know who John Elway hired. My hero, John Elway. He hires Vance fucking Joseph. And so Vance Joseph for two years ran the Broncos into the ground. We were absolutely fucking awful. Meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan is building something really special in San Francisco. And now... Sean Payton, love him, hate him, whatever. He brings back Vance Joseph to be his defensive coordinator. I believe Washington scored on touchdowns on, on like five straight fucking possessions. Yikes. So Vance Joseph fucked us what, seven years ago. And now Vance Joseph is back to fuck us as the defensive coordinator because our defense is so clutch at not showing up when they need to, when they need to. They did it against the Raiders. Yeah, they only gave up 17 points, but it was clutch points. They, they did it all last year. They can't stop somebody when they need to stop somebody. We literally cannot get a stop when we need to stop somebody. And we could not stop the Washington Redskins. Excuse me, the Washington Commanders. I apologize. No, I don't. I don't really care. Sure, I do, somewhat. But... I know talking with Bronco fans, sometimes this, this gets lost. We passed up Kyle Shanahan, arguably the best football coach in the NFL. If, if he's certainly going to get votes. Probably the best offensive coach in the NFL, the best offensive mind. Would we have won a Super Bowl in the last several years with Kyle Shanahan? Because he hasn't won one. In San Francisco, he's been to one. He's been to a championship game. No, probably not. Super Bowls are damn tough. But we would have been relevant. We would have won football games. We would have been highly seeded in the playoffs, making the playoffs year after year. 
Instead, we chose Vance fucking Joseph, and now he's come back to haunt us again. It's the worst decision Elway ever made. It's the worst decision. Joe Ellis, our former executive VP, whatever the fuck he was, owner, you know, I don't know. He was taken over for Pat Bolin, who, who was struggling with Alzheimer's and illness. So Joe Ellis and John Elway, thank you a lot. Boy, for all the good you guys have done, and, and that that's unquestioned. I think the football gods are paying us back for that 2015-2016 Super Bowl when we were an atrocious offensive team and a really good defensive team, but no one thought we were going to win the Super Bowl, and we ended up winning it. My goodness, it was it was such a shock, such an amazing little run there, but we're being paid back. Seven years of absolute shitty-ass football. My God. I don't even know what to say. We suck that bad. It's killing me. <laughs> I don't want to be bad. Oh, thank you, Vance Joseph. You, you, just, keep, you just keep screwing us. My goodness. All right. All right. What do I want to talk about next? All right. You know me. I love the History Channel. I love it. Okay. Everything about ancient Egypt. Where's Cleopatra's tomb? Ramses II. Akhenaten. King Tut. Uh, Zawi Zawas. Dr. Zawas, the, the head of Egyptian antiquities, is always there. They're always uncovering a mummy or finding some new artifact in the Valley of the Kings. They're, like I said, they're looking for Cleopatra's tomb if it exists did she get a proper burial who knows it's it's so much fun i love watching ancient egypt and i was watching the other night <clears throat> excuse me i was watching the other night and they were uncovering like this this tomb and there was like this mummy and you know they were being very careful with it and one of the egyptian antiquities people it wasn't dr zawas but uh, it was somebody else and, oh, it will be a miracle. It'll be a miracle if they can get it out in one piece without it breaking. It'll be such a miracle. Oh, my God, it's a miracle. They've done it. They've done it. They've done it. And I sat back, and I, and I started to laugh. I said, maybe, maybe, just maybe they should do like an Egyptian, ancient Egyptian treasure show with bloopers. With bloopers. You're sitting there, and they're rubbing the brush on the face and it's like one of them says oh you fucked it up you idiot oh my god you just you just you just brushed your face off shit they're loading up the sarcophagus and it's going up this cavern this this tight tight cavern that they've 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 constructed and then boom off off of the pulley system and it just fucking crumbles and smashes oh no oh what did you do they're loading it onto a truck and they take a corner turn and <laughs> Egyptian shows are great. The ancient Egyptian shows are absolutely fabulous. Can we do a blooper show? Because if it's a one in a million every time they're they're cleaning and and trying to, you know, get this artifact out in one piece, how many times do they fuck up? How many times? I want to see those on video. I want to see a couple of archaeologists going, what the f 
fuck were you doing? I told you not to do this without me. I think it would be great. Do you guys think it would be great? I don't know. Ancient Egyptian treasure bloopers, baby. That's what I'm talking about. I like it. You like it? I think we've got something there. <laughs> we could make it really good. I, you know, reach out to me, History Channel. We let, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, goodness. All right, you know, Hunter Biden is in the news again. You know, I talked about how he copped a plea. He copped a plea on gun charges and tax evasion, and then I didn't talk about. <laughs> How that plea went away. I didn't even read about why it went away. I didn't even give a shit. But uh, so he copped a plea and then that got rescinded, taken back, and he just got indicted on gun charges. Okay. Now let's look up these gun charges here. He, uh, he's got, he got indicted for possession of a gun while using narcotics. Filing a false form claiming he was not using narcotics. So he's got one count of a false statement. One count of an unlawful use of or addicted to a controlled substance. Wasn't supposed to have a gun. Okay, great. Throw the book at Hunter Biden. I'm not a fan of Hunter Biden. I told you what he did to his, his, his brother's wife. He banged her. His dead brother's wife. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, but I'm wondering, no, I'm not wondering. I don't even care. Okay. Here's what I care about. Now we, now Hunter Biden is a degenerate. I've covered this. Throw the fucking book at him. Throw the book at him. We now know there has been an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden. Now, normally in this country, if you're going to file an impeachment inquiry, you have evidence. This impeachment inquiry is a little different. They are filing the inquiry, the House Republicans are, so they can find evidence. They're like crossing their fingers that Joe Biden somehow, I, I think this is the basic gist of it, took money, got received some sort of payments from, from Burisma, the energy company in Ukraine. Hunter Biden had no business being on the board. You're damn right. He sold his last name, the Biden name. And he got on the board and they paid him like $100,000 a month for a couple of years before he got booted off. Please, Republicans, show me that Biden received money and it's all over. It's all over for Joe Biden. But it is apparently really clear the Republicans don't have any evidence other than, yeah, Hunter used his last name. He got on a board that he probably didn't belong on. Biden did help oust their inspector general, uh, who, who by all accounts, Republican, Democrat, everybody wanted him out. So Hunter Biden's been indicted, but this isn't what, what Republicans want. They want Joe Biden. They want Joe Biden, or they want revenge for Trump. The Trump impeachments, impeachment wasn't filed because we were looking for evidence. We had more evidence that we knew what to do with. We had everybody in his own cabinet testifying. 
being subpoenaed. There was literally no defense. And so if I'm Joe Biden and the Democrats, I'm like, bring this impeachment inquiry on. Because if you don't have evidence, you've got to bring this thing to trial. You've got to show the American people what you have. You're going to wind up looking like a bunch of assholes if you have nothing. It's not going to go well for you. And so if I'm Joe Biden and I didn't do anything, I'm like, bring this shit on. Even though this is an abuse of power. Impeach somebody when you've got the goods. Don't cross your fingers hoping we're going to find something. Find it. Find it. You, you're, you're in charge of the House of Representatives. You have oversight over the executive branch. That is your job. You need an impeachment inquiry to find evidence. You guys have been conducting an investigation forever. It's not there. Like I said, if it was there, I'd be the first person to drop Biden. And Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker, he didn't want to file this impeachment inquiry. He's trying to save his job. He's got 25 Republicans who didn't want him to be Speaker, who want him gone. And, and he's like saying, hey, if you want to file a fucking motion, I think that's exactly what he said to him. File a fucking motion to get rid of me. But this impeachment inquiry seems like he's placating to some of those Republicans. And maybe, maybe, probably not maybe, it's probably a given, he's pandering to the king. I got impeached. Joe Biden's away worse. The Biden crime family, the Biden crime family, who we have no evidence on except for the evidence that I've given you, which is plentiful. So much evidence, folks. You wouldn't believe it. I looked at the evidence and I said, my God, my God, why hasn't he been executed? It's unbelievable. Placating the king, Kevin McCarthy. Hey, Republicans, I've been asking you, put up. Come on, put put up. Let, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. I don't think they have anything. By the way, by the way, I'm off to Nashville. I'm taking my wonderful wife. We're going to Nashville, Tennessee. I've got uh, some work meetings there. Meeting with the Millennium Buying Group. It's a group of about 30 dealers across the country that get together. Last year, we were in South Carolina, beautiful Hilton Head. We've gone to Naples. We'll be back in Nashville this year. So, Jason Aldean, I'm coming to your bar. I think my wife told me Garth Brooks has got a bar, too. So, uh, it'll be country music listening time, sipping on a few pops, meeting with my customers, and booking orders. So, you may not talk to me next week. If you don't, it is okay. It is okay. You could go a week without Nick the American. Now, you know, it is a Tuesday right now as I do this show, and maybe I'll get something up my butt, and maybe I'll do it on Friday for the home folks so it'll release next week. I don't know. You don't know with me. You don't know with this show. We're unpredictable, baby, and we're going to stay that way. All right. Let's see. No, I have to talk about this. I have So Donnie Trump... Donnie Trump, our boy, the the wonderful, the classy, the just the, the guy that you would want your daughter to marry, Donald Trump. Who's his VP going to be? 
there's a name out there that I haven't talked about. I haven't talked about. And her name is Christy Nome. She's the governor of South Carolina. And I know I don't say this when I talk about, oh, Glenn Youngkin, he's the governor of uh, Virginia. Man, he's a good-looking dude. Now, I've said that about Gavin Newsom, so I, I could say this, but Christy Nome, holy shit, she is a good-looking governor. My goodness. She's like a nine and a half. She might be a 10. Very impressive. She's smart too. But, and, and, and Trump's not, he can't nominate Carrie Lake, two crazies on the ticket, or machine gun Taylor Green as much as she wants it. You know, I, I floated Robert Kennedy Jr. to try to really uh, uh, rile up the Dems. Christy Nome. I think, was his front-runner VP. This is, we talked about Vivek too. Maybe Vivek. Christy Nome was his vice president. But what just happened? Christy Nome got, got caught squatting on the wrong spear. Christy, you're married with children. Corey Lewandowski, former Trump aide, CNN contributor, but a, a mega aide. Corey Lewandowski sounds like they've had an affair for at least a year, maybe a couple. Christy Nome's all about family values, called the reports disgusting. Well, it looks like they're 100% true. Christy Nome has been fucking around on her husband as the governor of South Dakota. Does that exclude her from being the VP? It certainly wouldn't trip up Trump. Trump could fuck away. He, he could do whatever he wants and nothing, literally nothing. He could be in jail, in shackles, and nothing would stop him from being the nominee in the Republican Party. Now, Christy Nome's a woman. Is it different? We are going to find out. Can she be VP and an adulterer at the same time? Two adulterers on the same ticket. Maybe it'll be the first time ever. Mike Pence, who can't even be in a, he won't even allow himself to be in a room alone with a woman. Doesn't want those urges to take over, doesn't want to be accused of anything. He's gonna vote for a ticket who's got a you know, both of them, the VP and the president, are both adulterers. Talk about Christian conservative family of values. Christy Nome, stand up. Nope. Squat down. You should be squatting on your husband's spear, not Corey Lewandowski's spear. Goodness. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. So, God, I'm on this Trump kick. I keep talking about Trump. He had he just came out and he was telling conservative groups that illegal abortion, making abortion illegal without exceptions, is a recipe for disaster. He's telling everybody this. No shit, Trump. No shit. Republicans want an abortion ban. You've heard me talk about this delicate issue before, and I just wanted to touch on it. Hey, Don, you nominated three Supreme Court justices, all of which voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. And now he used it as a crutch in the midterms, like, oh, they didn't lose just because of me. And I said on this show, he was right. It wasn't just, Trump wasn't just, you know, dragging the Republican ticket down and that red wave that we were supposed to get in 2022 that didn't happen. It, it, 
sure, you can blame some of it on Trump, but it was the abortion issue. When Wherever abortion was on the ballot, even in red states, super red states, Kansas, Kentucky, people were keeping it. They wanted to keep abortion as is. But you have Republicans out there that one want, want zero. There should be, there's no exceptions, not even for the life of the mother, not even for rape or incest. There's no exceptions. It's all or nothing. And that is an absolute recipe for disaster. Trump knows it. But Trump, you're not clean at all this. You could have talked to your Supreme Court justices and said, hey, Roe Ro v. Wade should be settled law. I'm going to nominate a judge that is going to maintain it. That didn't happen. He's whining and complaining, saying the GOP's got a losing strategy. That will be if and when he loses the presidency for a second time. That will be his crutch. The abortion issue, the abortion issue, way too extreme. We've got fools in our party. Even though, Donnie, you were the one who appointed three Supreme Court justices who overturned Roe v. Wade, the law of the land. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. No more politics. Well, there might be something at the end here. I got a little treat for you. But I talk about movies sometimes. And I was sitting back the other night. I had the kids go in the other room for a few scenes. I was watching Patrick Swayze and Roadhouse. If, if you're a young kid listening to this show, uh, there's a couple sex scenes, hot and steamy sex scenes, but do yourself a favor, anybody. It's been a long time since you've seen Roadhouse. Go watch Roadhouse. What a fun movie. And I was reminded of a scene that I had totally forgot about, that I absolutely, I just lost it. I was cracking up, and I want to share it with you. They're in the bar. Dalton. Dalton is the bouncer. He's uh, Patrick Swayze, and uh, everybody's in the bar, and the, the double deuce, it's wild and crazy, and, and, and Dalton's just back. He's taking inventory. You know, He's just uh, you know, sitting back trying to figure out what's wrong with this bar, taking notes, stuff like that, mental notes. And there's a guy and a, and a gal at a table, and then there's two guys drinking beer at another table, and uh, the girl's got a low-cut top on, and uh, she's got nice little boobies and so uh the one guy says yeah aren't they the most beautiful things you've ever seen and he proceeds to tell the two guys that you want to kiss them 20 bucks 10 a kiss here and now scott play this scene let's all laugh our ass together okay here we go Are you doing? Are you going to kiss him or not? <laughs> I can't. What do you mean you can't? I ain't got 
20 bucks! What? Oh, shit! Oh, my God, that is funny. That is so damn funny. <laughs> I ain't got 20 bucks! <laughs> what do you mean you can't? <laughs> I fucking love that scene. And so should you. Roadhouse. I ain't got 20 bucks. I can't. I ain't got 20 bucks. That is absolutely... I was laughing. I, I literally paused it and then rewinded it and had my wife come in to watch it. She found it amusing. Not nearly as much as me. Or as much as you're going to find it amusing. But she found it amusing. Boy, oh boy. We're working our way through show 21. I don't got much left for you. But uh, one more. I have to talk about this. I don't make this shit up. Congressman. You know, you've heard me talk about Machine Gun Taylor Green. How much I love her. And, and I will update you on our porn video our sides are going back and forth on with machine gun Taylor green. Herschel Walker is all in. She's all in to have Herschel, but she wants two other, apparently she wants two other Georgia legends in the scene as well. She wants Georgia running back Terrell Davis and Georgia running back Garrison Hurst to be with Herschel Walker. And I, you know, I guess we call it a gangbang for Machine Gun Taylor Green, And so, you know, we had Herschel Walker signed up, ready to do it, and Machine Gun Taylor Green's people just kind of threw a monkey wrench into it. You, am I really going to be able to go out and contact Garrison Hurst and Terrell Davis and get them to sign on to this? I don't know. I don't know. Are you fucking with me, Machine Gun Taylor Green? Are you fucking with Nick the American? Because if you are, I like it. I like it. I like it. But, I'm not here to talk about Machine Gun Taylor Green right this second. Lauren Bobbert. Do you guys know who the beautiful Lauren Bobbert is? Congresswoman from Colorado. She's in the house in Colorado. She, her Christmas photo is her and her little children and her husband all with AR-15s. She's definitely a, 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 a 45. She loves Trump more than anything. She'd probably... Leave her husband for Donald Trump. Wait a minute. She already did leave her husband. Her and Machine Gun Taylor Green have gotten divorces while in office. So much fame. They need to try out different kinds of cock, I guess. But uh, so what did Lauren, why was Lauren Bobbert in the news? Anybody know why? Well, she went to a musical, a, a musical called Beetlejuice. Remaking of the movie. We all saw Beetlejuice. Who doesn't love Beetlejuice? Obviously, Lauren Bobbert really loves Lauren, loves Beetlejuice. What happened to Lauren Bobbert? She was booted from the theater. Now think of like in Seattle, Benaroya Hall, some of the WAMU theaters that we have. Really nice theaters. You're packed in there tight. She was vaping in the theater behind, and she was in front of a pregnant woman who complained. She ultimately got thrown out. She flipped off the ushers as she was leaving it. All got caught on camera. Afterwards, she said, I was not vaping. Honey, you little lying bitch. They got her on video. She was vaping. Clearly vaping. But that wasn't all she was doing. We got to watch the video. And they're in tight quarters. 
okay? You've been in a theater like that. It's pretty tight. You, you can picture the seats, like stadium seats, so the person's right next to you. Her date, a reported Democrat who owns a bar in Denver, okay? That's her date. I like it. Cross and party lines, Lauren. See, I told you what we have in common. So much more than what we don't. But what did that video show? He's, and she's wearing a low cut. Her titties are out. She's got cleavage pushed up, and she is a good-looking woman. Maybe the best-looking woman in the House of Representatives on the Republican side. Maybe overall, she's a good-looking woman. He's, he's rubbing her tits. He's just massage. This isn't a little feel. He is groping these things, and they're already like 60% out, and he is groping her titties. And you know what she's doing? She's got her hand rubbing his fucking crotch, rubbing his crotch. If I tried this with my wife in the theater, she'd smack me. Oh, she would absolutely smack me. But they, they, to say that they were getting handsy is an understatement. So much fun to watch her vape, watch her give her her, her boyfriend or her date a hand job. It was great. Well, it wasn't quite a hand job. She didn't have their, his pants un, unzipped. But there's no way if you were sitting next to them, you couldn't have seen this. You couldn't have seen this. Watch them grope each other. So a lot of fun. Hats off to you, Lauren Bobbert. Hats off to you. Now, as our show is ending, Lauren Bobbert's behavior was was not good. Not Certainly not on par with a United States congressman or woman. Absolutely not. Now, I saw. I just saw a clip on TMZ. They caught her at the airport. She says she's broken it off with this guy because he's a Democrat. She didn't know his political affiliation, which makes me sad, which makes me sad. And the reason why it makes me sad in closing of episode 21 is because Lauren Bobbert, you know it's not about a liberal cock or penis. You know this, Lauren. Lauren Bobbert, it is not about a conservative cock. We saw at the musical at Beetlejuice, it's just all about a hard cock. So good for you. It's all about that hard dick, Lauren Bobbert. Congratulations. You got a little bit. You know you got slipped in the T-Rack after you flipped everybody off and stormed out. But good for you. Showing Americans, it's not about the left, it's not about the right. It's about the stiffness, baby. That's episode 21. I love you, and I'm out! <laughs>